You're listening to the Recovery Roadrunners Podcast, the sobriety podcast for runners who want to get inspired, get informed, and start seeing results fast. Every Monday, we'll share current events, personal stories, and research on how to get sober, stay sober, and run smarter so that you can up-level your life now. Hey, everybody. I'm Amber Graziano, your host, founder and president of Recovery Roadrunners, certified running and sobriety coach, page 12 master teacher, and sober mother of two. I've got my sober running pal, Doug, here with me today. And between the two of us, we've gained wisdom from over 10 years of sobriety and races from 5K to 50 miles. Our mission is to inspire you to ditch the booth and lace up those running shoes. So let's get moving. Hey, Doug, how are you doing today, bud? Hey, good morning. I'm doing really well today. Really awesome. happy to be here. And yeah, I know we, we had a fun topic we wanted to talk about this morning. Aaron and I, we went to a comedy show recently and we saw one of our favorite comedians, Josh Gondelman. He had his own podcast for a while and he did these things called pep talks on his uh, podcast. And I thought we could use that idea and we could give uh, our listeners a little bit of a pep talk. What do you think about that this morning? I love that idea. So my pep talk, comes from a recent post on Facebook by Anke. Shout out to my girl, Anke. She's been my friend for almost three years, and she posted on the page, Hi, I've not posted in a long time, but I've been listening to the Triple R podcast, and it is amazing. My new hero is Doug Finglis. Your story, holy guacamole. I'm really struggling with my running and hearing the podcast while I try to run really pushed me yesterday. I almost stopped, but I was set out to run five miles, so I fucking ran the five miles. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. This is like two worlds colliding for me because she's such an, a dear friend to me, and we keep in touch all the time on Marco Polo. So for her to be introduced to you and to see all the amazing things that you're doing and just gain wisdom and inspiration from you and from this podcast that we started it made me so happy to read that because, you know, as we're creating this thing, we hope that people love it. We hope that they're inspired by it, but we don't really know, right? Because, you know, they listen and then they go on with their life. But for her to say she loves the podcast and that you're her new hero, I mean, that's amazing. It was so amazing to read that. I didn't expect it. I logged on the other day and I saw that and it just brought me so much joy. Because you and I have talked about it. Ultimately, we're doing this because we want to reach people and we want to help people. And like you said, sometimes we don't know. And knowing that we even reach one person and help them get through a run and positively affected their day, the feeling is, is I don't even have a description for the feeling. I don't. Yeah, this is why I do what I do. It's to give people inspiration, give them hope to be a better runner, to stay sober and just reading the stories on the Facebook page and listening to them on different podcasts, it just keeps us all going. It lets us know we're not alone. There's other people that are struggling with exactly what I'm struggling with. And we're all in this together. Oh, definitely. I, I wanted to give a little pep talk on that note, because I know it's come up in the Quit Like a Runner group. And I've heard other people talk about it, where people sort of get this negative feeling when they miss one of their training runs, or if they have a particularly tough day on their runs. And that's my pep talk, missing a run or just feeling like you're not into that run on a particular day. It's not a big deal. This is something that happens to everyone. It happens to every one of us. Consider perfection. Say you did everything perfectly every time. Every training run was perfect. 
every run felt amazing. What's the good of that? The real juicy stories come from those runs where everything goes sideways. You come out the other side with with a story and you've got something to talk about. Your legs fell out from under you. You fell down. You cut your knee. That's where the fun in the journey is. Every run, good, bad, missed, it's a step on the journey. Just like in sobriety, not every day is going to be a walk in the park. Not every day is going to be a run in the park. There's going to be days that are tough. There's going to be the days where the couch looks more appealing than the track or your street. There's going to be days where the alarm clock is just not calling to you to get up and you smack that thing and you don't want to get up. And you know what? In the grand scheme of things, that's okay. Missing one run or having a bad run that doesn't feel good, it is not going to make or break you. What you do is you just push it aside, you put it in the past, and you move on. And that's my pep talk for the day. Oh, absolutely. And even if you miss a whole week or a whole month of training, I talk to people all the time inside our group, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I've been sick, I've been hurt. And now it just feels like I cannot get back into it. Or they worry that they're not going to be able to finish the race that they've been training for. But I'll tell you this. I've been sick for over two weeks, Doug. You can probably hear it in my voice. I'm still sick. I think I've had COVID and I'm still recovering. So I didn't run for over 10 days. Trying to get back into that is tough because I feel it in my chest and my lungs and it's hard to breathe. Um, But the fitness is still there. It's just tough after taking off a chunk of time to get back into it. I've got races scheduled throughout all of 2024. I'm not going to skip them. I have a huge race coming up in less than three weeks. I'm scheduled to run 100 miles, Doug. And I went running yesterday with Vinny. Eight miles was hard for me yesterday. Two days before that, five miles was hard for me. It's easy to think, oh, well, I should just not run the race. Or I should just give up now. Because it's tough. It's so hard. but you know what? (laughs) You got to keep going. The fitness will come back faster than you think. And even if it's hard, just keep going because you'll see that a week from now, it's going to be so much easier. And two weeks from now, you're going to be right back where you were. Don't let a missed workout stop you. Don't let a missed week or two or a month stop you. Just take it in baby steps. Consistency is key. Keep on going and you will get where you want to go. Yeah, I was thinking about both you and Vinny having been so sick in the past few weeks, and I know you have the 100-miler coming up. It's got to be so tough, but it's just another challenge in life that comes at you. And I know you do a lot of work through meditation and do a lot of inner work, and I know you've heard acceptance is key. You're going to get out there, and you're going to do that 100-miler. Whatever state you're in at that time, that's what it is. I'm confident you're going to finish it. And like you said, there's still a few weeks and you're going to get out and you're going to get some runs in and it's going to feel better and better. And I'm sure you're going to, you're both going to be in good shape by then. Yeah. Thanks, Doug. So say on Vinny, um, he's sleeping because he's been working the overnight shift this week. He's still struggling with his foot with plantar fasciitis. So he's not going to do the hundred miles, gotcha. but he is going to run. We're going to do a 24 hour event. It is my goal to see how far I can go in 24 hours. So I'm either Mm going to run 24 hours or I'm going to run 100 miles. We're going to see what happens because this, I mean, having COVID right before this race was not ideal, obviously. I'm not feeling like I'm in 
the state that I want to be going into this 100-mile race. But I'm not going to let that stop me from going to the starting line with the intention of doing what I've set out to do. I know that over the past two years, I've been working up to this by first running a 50K and then running a 50 mile and another 50 mile and another one. And I've got some recent wins in my bank that I'm going to carry with me into this 24 hour race. I'm just going to give it everything I got. And that's, it's going to be what it is going to be. It's all you can do. That's definitely all you can do. I'm kind of glad to hear Vinny's not going to push through. There's tough and then there's stupid. And Mm -hmm. it's one of those things you want to save yourself from not getting some kind of permanent injury that's going to take you out for way longer than if you just let it heal. He's going to have a great comeback this year. I I know he's going to once that heals up. So for sure. So let's talk about you, Doug. You have a big race coming up of your own. I do. And it's it's funny you brought up having COVID and, uh, you know, it affecting your race. Last year, I was scheduled to run the Newport Marathon and I caught COVID the week of. And it, it messed up everything for me. And I had to had to reroute. And I ended up in Atlantic City a couple of weeks later. And I didn't run my best. Well, actually, it was my best marathon, but it wasn't, you know, up to how, how I thought I had trained. And that's what uh, eventually led me reaching out to to you and Vinny and starting to train with some experts. My wonderful wife, Erin, for my birthday, said she would hire me some coaches. That's what sparked me reaching out. And then I I set up this uh, marathon, the A1A marathon, and we set a goal. And we've been training now for, this is week, we're coming to the tail end of week 14. It's been 14 weeks. My goodness, time flies. And we're we're starting to taper. And I'm feeling good about the training. Wintertime is a hard time to train around here. I am a little at a loss for words on how much I've improved over this period of time, I feel it. I, I am in better shape than I've ever been in my entire life. And so much of that, I thank you and Vinny for the support and for the plan that you put together for me. And I, I know there's science that backs a lot of it that I hadn't been clued into before about the zone two running and about the spacing of your speed workouts and your tempo runs. In all of my previous training cycles, I had done portions of that, but it was all ordered the wrong way. And I was running too hard for the easy runs. And I'm just so grateful to have connected with you and Vinny to help me through this training cycle. And I know I'm going to do well. I know I'm going to do well. It's been so fun to watch you, Doug, because I mean, when you came in and you told us what your story was, you know, you lost a hundred pounds, you're seven or eight years sober. And now you're at the point where you want to get faster at your marathon and qualify for Boston down the road. This is a challenge for me and Vinny because we're like, okay, we know he has it in him. Let's give him the tools and let's, let's take him through it. We're going to talk about speed work and zone two. We're going to talk about progression running and all the stuff we're going to, you know, teach you what you should be eating before, during, and after running. And we talk about all of these things and then you follow the plan and you put it into place. And that's what gets results, right? I mean, I've never seen anybody who follows the plan so specifically and so in a way that is so dedicated. I mean, you have not missed a single workout. You have taken every single piece of wisdom and advice from me and Vinny. And you said, yep, 
I, you know, that's not the way that I've done it before, but I'm willing to try it. So you have this open mind, you have this growth mindset, and you're willing to learn and listen and take the advice to heart. And, and that's why, Doug, you've seen such amazing results. Yeah, it's one of the things I've learned in life is I don't know everything. In fact, I I know less than I, I think I know. It's about trusting the plan and it's about trusting people who know more than me. And, you know, it's in the results. I think uh, we're all going to be pleased a couple of weeks from now when I run the A1A. And I can't wait to report back after that race. Tell them about you. You've already set two new personal records within this training period in the half marathon and in the five miles. You're already seeing fast results, Doug. Oh, my goodness. It, it's been nuts. But last year, I got a lot more serious about my fitness and my nutrition. And like I said, I had been doing these training cycles on my own and I was improving. But then once I started the training cycle through you and Vinny, I improved my half marathon time by about eight minutes, which is a considerable amount. And then I ran a five mile race in January. And I was breaking under seven minute miles for that distance, which I had never done before. I was just amazed uh, at the progress that I've been having. I don't know if I had mentioned it to you. I signed up for a 5K at the start of March because a, a dream of mine has always been to try to break 20 minutes on a 5K. I know in the grand scheme of things, that's an arbitrary number, but you hear people talk about it. And I, I came close. Uh, my, my best is a 2106. And I think we're going to do that. And then not only that, My best marathon time, I haven't broken the four-hour mark yet. That was the goal I set out to do last year. And I I hit around a 404 and change um, at that Atlantic City Marathon. Again, not under ideal conditions. And I think through working with both of you, we're set to break that by a considerable amount. I don't want to say, but our goal is 330. So if that, you know, if I can execute, you know, that'll be a a 35-minute improvement on my best marathon time, uh, which blows my mind. Then we got to see where we can take it from there because I've still got big goals. Then we got to bring it down a little bit more so I can qualify for Boston. Oh, heck yeah, Doug. One race at a time, one day at a time. We cannot wait to see you crush your goals at the A1A. And then we're going to bask in the glory for a little while of the success of that race. And then we're going to get you your BQ that you want. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Should we uh, tell our listeners about uh, the, the special thing we've been working on for them so they can not only become listeners, they'll also become viewers? We totally should. So exciting. Oh, okay. So I, I had started this as a surprise for Amber and Vinny. We've done a number of these podcast episodes now. And early on, we talked about potentially having a YouTube channel. The idea that I had, I've, I've always liked... There was like the Ricky Gervais show where they had the podcast and they animated that. And then there were a number of just little sort of cartoony things. So I I said, I wonder if I can get these animated. So I have one uh, episode complete. The second episode is almost complete. And the plan is to do the first six episodes, each in a different animation style. And we're going to release those through the course of this year. And then we'll set up some kind of poll on the Recovery Roadrunners Facebook group, and we're going to ask everyone to vote for their favorite animation style, which will then become what we'll use for the rest of season one of the podcast. And I'm really excited about it. I know you've seen the first episode, and I'm glad that that you and Vinny liked it. I think there's a lot of good humor in it. That style of animation was a lot like the show Dr. Katz, if anyone had ever watched that on Comedy Central. 
the second episode is a totally different animation style and I just can't wait for people to see this. Oh my gosh. It was such a surprise to see that in my inbox. Vinny saw it first and he texted me, oh my God, you have to see this thing that Doug created. It is so rad. And so I clicked on it and I'm watching it. And it's so funny to see us, to see our characters that way as cartoons. And then as the story unfolds, it's so neat to see the way the animators show the thought process and show the story unfolding as a story. I mean, I can't even describe how cool it is to see that. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. The cutaway yeah. scenes really made me laugh, especially in that that first episode. Uh, that animator did an amazing job. It's so funny. I think people will really like it. The YouTube channel is going to be a thing of its own. We intend to put all sorts of cool stuff on the YouTube channel. And I think our timeline for that is uh, maybe by the end of next week, we can get that uh, put together and up. So for those who, who may not know, it's February 3rd when we're recording this. So hopefully by the 10th, we'll be able to report to you that there's a YouTube channel and you can go check out exactly what we're talking about. Exciting. Oh, yeah. I did want to mention before we wrap it up, if people are interested in signing up with us, for our coaching program, there's a couple of different things that we offer. So we coach people who want to get faster at running, and we coach people who want to find permanent sobriety. We coach a whole wide array of people in recovery for all different things. Depending on what your health goal is, some people come to us like you, and they're like, well, I'm already eight years sober. I don't need help with that but I wouldn't mind meeting more people in recovery, but I want to focus on running. Then there's other people who come to us and they are, you know, I'm, I'm stuck on day zero, day one, again and again and again. I need help getting sober and staying sober. I want to be part of the community, but I don't care about running fast. I don't have a big running goal. I don't want to run a marathon. I don't want to run a fast 5K. I just kind of want to get back in shape, lose a little bit of weight. And that's really my jam too. Like, because when I think back five or six years ago at the beginning of my journey, I was a single mom. I was overweight, totally out of shape. I had nobody to talk to about recovery, sobriety, just completely lost. I had always been a runner, but I wanted to improve on my running. The reason that I created this program is to help those people who are desperate to get out of the hangover loop. Those people that are desperate for sobriety and don't know where to start. That's what I specialize in. We want to help you to find freedom and get your life back. We want to help you give you all the tools that you need. And we want to give you the community to support you. I say this all the time, but community is the missing link. If you're doing this alone and it's not working, that's why. It's because you need a coach, you need friends to talk to, you need a plan to follow. And once you start working the plan, it will all fall into place. So we've got a spot on our team for anybody who's interested. We're wrapping up the current group right now, and we just started Fit February. So if you want to get in, now is the perfect time. We're working on all sorts of new content for you. So if you've worked with us in the past, and you want to give it another shot, the program that's in place now is not the program that was in place in 2022 or 2023. 
This is the new and improved version, the 2024 Quit Like a Runner. It is always evolving, always improving, and there's new content for you guys every single week. I'm having so much fun building this program inside the Kajabi membership. If you don't know what Kajabi is, it's an online course that I've been building. And I'm going to ask Vinny to do some recordings on what he specializes in. And I'm going to ask you, Doug, to do some recordings on what you specialize in. And this is an entire video program that will support you in your Quit Like a Runner membership. So you can click on these videos and you can watch the program at your leisure whenever, whenever you can. Then you can show up to our group meetings that we have. And we're going to be doing all sorts of fun stuff like group challenges seven-day challenge, the 30-day challenge. We also are going to be doing strength training together, talking about food. We're talking about relationships, boundaries, goals, the vision boards that we create together. All of this stuff comes together in this program. So if you're interested in improving your life and making this year the best year of your life, just go to the website, guys, and sign up or send me, Vinny, or Doug a message and we'll get you started because we're ready to start a new group and we'd love to have you be a part of it. Oh, I, I love this. This is the first I'm hearing about that aspect of it. And of course, I'm happy to record anything for that. I'm glad you used the magic word community because it's so true. I know in my days when I was in the depths of my alcoholism, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners are, are like me, it wanted me to just isolate from everyone and everything. And surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are trying to get sober or who have maintained their sobriety and who are positive people is exactly what you need to get you past that point. Community is the key in all of this. And I've heard that said before, the opposite of addiction is community. It really is. Yeah. And so we're going to do really cool stuff that people aren't doing in other Zoom meetings, Doug. Like bring your yoga mat, bring your cup of coffee. Sit down on the floor. We're going to go through a quick yoga sequence, followed by a team meeting, a team building. Our meetings are not the typical sobriety meeting. If you've ever been to one of our meetings, you come in there filled with whatever fills you up during the day, whether it's work stress, kid stress, relationship stress. You come in there ready to blow off some steam. An hour later, you're just like, oh, oh my God, that was the best hour of my entire week. Yeah, it's been wonderful. You've given me the honor too of getting to run a couple of the Triple uh, R meetings. And it's, it's been so great just connecting with people and just getting to talk to them and hear about their sobriety and how they're doing with their running goals. It's, it brings so much joy to my Tuesdays. I know we've got we've got the most amazing group that started in November that we've had the uh, privilege of working with for the past three months. People inside Recovery Roadrunners, all of you guys are so incredible in the things that you're doing out there. I love to hear all of your stories and it fills me up and it keeps me going. So anyways, I think it's a good time to wrap it up until next week. I can't wait to see you run your A1A marathon, Doug. Two weeks away, just about. I, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait to get out of the, the winter, too. I want some warm weather. <laughs> Me, too. I was just telling Vinny the same thing. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. If you have any requests 
for topics or subjects that you want us to hit on the podcast, let us know. And we'll see you again next week. Have a great week, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody.